What's your favorite scary movie? Do you ever fantasize about damn enchiladas? That's much too vulgar display of power, Karen. Let me ask you one question. Are you having fun? We all go a little mad sometimes. Because <laughs> I promise you, <laughs> I promise you, you and I are going to have some fun. Oh, no. It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Shut up, you bitch hog. Game over. Sorry, what did you say? You you were muffled while I was just doing the test recording there. What did you oh, just say? Said, what did you I just said, say? I said this film was a treat. What film's that, Eden? Uh, my bloody Valentine, three D. Thank you. I'm see. I thought you were gonna mess up the title. Then you can't forget the three D. The three D is highly important yeah. and integral. Yeah. yeah. Um. Did you yeah. watch it in three D? god no <laughs> oh no oh i did when i went to the cinema when, to see yes, it back yeah. in the day yeah we were talking about cold opens last time no this is this is a straight into with this episode welcome back to the dreadcast folks <laughs> this is this is this is this is this this right here is is episode of the dreadcast of the dreadcast a horror podcast that we do two crazy kooks um the, the weekly horror podcast. the weekly horror podcast is ep- episode 72 folks you will do that you will do that ball there you we will go seamless we're on the ball um episode 72 and <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes i am tom and this is the lovely aiden and Hello. yes welcome back to the dreadcast um we've got a treat today we've got a treat <sighs> i when was the, we we, uh, uh, we haven't done a or well, i would like to just sum up as a good a a big hitter you know for a long time you know a a great a, a good, good fun horror <laughs> a good film i'm good, looking we at, haven't done a good film you know what i think the last one we probably had a good consensus of was probably silent night deadly night yes and before that thanksgiving other than that it was Christmas bloody Christmas, Advent Calendar, the horror wrap up, Wolfman. The monsters don't really count in my opinion, but we yeah. I think we need a month soon where we just banger just after bangers. banger. Yeah, I think we need to we need to come up again. Yeah. I um, mean it, I do I feel like it's probably about time we do another classic. Like yeah, well, a generally accepted yeah. this is a good film. Well, you, um, did, you did want to do um, Nightmare, so... I did want to do Nightmare. Yeah. Um, but I realised that Nightmare has been done before... Not with you. Joining this... Not with you, sir. This cursed ship of the dam. <laughs> um. yeah, not, not with you, so we can look into that. Um, mm-hmm. I, The reason I bring that up is because I have... I have so many complaints for this today's episode. I have so many questions and this was your pick i know it was i know it was and i'm sorry okay i'm sorry um i mean yeah. i'm not I'm <laughs> yeah because of the content we're getting out of it i guess it's yeah exactly it's all it's it's mid 2000s rubbish absolute <laughs> rubbish and, and it's, for it's, the most part for the most part it's um 
it's on on point it's on it's on trend it's it fits it is valentine's day soon it probably yeah. will have just been by the time this episode comes out yeah do, before but so today sorry we are discussing my bloody valentine 3d from 2009 um before we get into it though do you have anything you want to bring to the table because i personally don't this week um no my week has been life and work i've barely checked news yes um same so same so it's folks, a good job we don't really have a dedicated news really portion good. of this podcast or that because... anyone will care i would say folks if you're if you're interested go to bloody disgusting.com that's where we get all our news from anyway I mean, yeah, so we do just, rip it just, off just go just go there and you'll i mean get... to be perfect like, half the time i don't even read the articles i just see a headline and go oh i'm gonna mention that on the pod yeah 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 oh, oh we'll bring that we'll steal that mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I personally didn't really have any, anything that caught my eye this week. Do you know what? One thing I did need to do. Got paid this week and been a, been a, bit, of, been a bit, bit of debt. I'm not, I'm not in trouble, folks. Don't worry. We're not setting up yeah. a Patreon just yet. No. But the debt is starting to be cleared. So that means when I start to get paid now weekly, I can start to do the odd treat. I haven't treated myself in months. And the one thing that's been in my mind the last couple of weeks, I just want to treat myself, and I think I'm going to do it this week. I'm going to get that Wishmaster 4K collection. Oh, or Blu-ray nice. collection. Because it's only, I believe it's only like 30 quid. It's about, I think it's about that. It, yeah. So I think, I think, yeah, I think that would be great because, I, again, that's another series I want us to get back into because I had so much fun doing Wishmaster 1. Um, yeah, you can get it for, you can get it for about 30 quid, just under. Yeah. Oh, actually, I do have some oh, news. Oh, Oh my god! I do have, and it links to it links to a conversation we had about franchises and how long it takes for them to go to space. Have oh you seen word. the? I, I think I sent it to you. Don Mancini, creator of the Child's Play franchise, talking about doing sending Chucky to space. Yes, I did re- briefly <laughs> see that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. It's happening. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I'm all for it. <laughs> How does that go? I mean... How do it, we get I, there? <clears throat> God knows. I mean, I'm behind... I don't think you've watched any of it, have you? Any of the series? No, I'm no, no. Not touched the, the series, series But he ends up in the White House in the third <laughs> series of the TV okay. show. Sure. Um, so at this point kind of anything can happen um but this is a bit for the movie franchise although having said that the tv sh- the tv series is canon it, it it follows on um so yeah mancini posed the idea of chucky going to outer space as the next move uh for the the, the franchise yeah um creator argued he could probably go anywhere uh as the villain operates successfully in all kinds of different tones and subgenres. i mean i i don't know I don't know how or why, but it doesn't matter. I just I'm quite I'd I'd, I'd see it. What about um well again, I don't know how they would get there because I've not seen the show. Mm-hmm. But what about if one of the astronauts has a son that has the doll and goes up to the ISS mm-hmm. with it, like wants to take it to space with him so he can show that his doll's in space, you know, be a cool father. And then yeah. all hell breaks loose Woo! i mean yeah something something like that something like that or one of yeah one of the astronauts is uh chucky's after one of the astronauts for some reason and yeah. stores away um but yeah like why not 
I mean, there's no reason for any horror franchise, unless it starts in space, there's never really any reason for any horror franchise or any movie franchise to just randomly go to space. Uh, go to space. But No, because of how hard it is to get there. <laughs> it's not a common f- people can't just go to space okay? I mean just do Jason X but with Chucky so just have him cryogenically frozen in some yeah. unexplained lab somewhere and then space future future scavengers take him take him off and he, he runs rampant on a spaceship yeah it's probably easier to do if you're not basing it in reality with NASA, like SpaceX and the ISS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you, if you, if you, you do future go space. down. Yeah, future space. That's just you can be creative future space as you is want. Easier because yeah, yeah, the travel time is significantly less, and yeah, you can you can just you can invent any old MacGuffin, can't you? There's so teleporters can, now. Chucky, Chucky, they could go down the Bobo route from Simpsons. Mister Burns is um, is it Bobo? <laughs> Mister Burns is teddy bear. Like it gets frozen. Um, it gets discovered in the future. Yeah. And this kid grows up to be an astronaut and he's loved Chucky all this time and takes it with that's him. That's it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I kind of hope that it would happen because I'd watch it. I think it would be fun. They could just they could just sort of take it non-canon and do one in space. Like I say, just set it a couple of hundred years in the future. How do you get Jennifer go, Tilly involved in that? She's frozen too. Jennifer <laughs> Tilly is frozen. Cryogenic. She's she's the first celebrity to be cryogenically frozen, and one of the items she has in her little capsule with her is is the Chucky doll. <laughs> All right, I'm in. I'm in. We can I write mean, this. It's we can write as ridiculous as as her being kidnapped to uh, uh, be a surrogate mother for the child in Seed. Yeah. Oh wow. Wait, have I? I don't think I've seen Seed. I've seen Bride of Chucky. Yeah. She becomes the doll itself, but um, uh-huh, I don't, I don't uh-huh. think I ever saw Seed. So Seed, we've obviously we've got Jennifer Tilly yeah. voicing Tiffany and essentially playing Tiffany as as the real life version. But then Chucky and Tiffany kidnap Jennifer Tilly. At, to, to basically, they they're choosing who they want to be the surrogate mother for their child. Yeah. And Tiffany chooses Jennifer Tilly because she's a big fan. Well, so it's all enough. very meta and ridiculous and round uh, round and round but yeah why not is that a franchise that you're, you're you're way more familiar than me but we've talked about franchises before where i think we've both said evil dead doesn't have a bad film in the franchise mm-hmm. no matter what you feel about army of darkness it's hella fun yeah it might not be evil dead but it's hella fun yeah, does yeah, yeah. the chucky taking away the tv shows does the chucky series have a bad film and probably that person a lot of people don't like three. A lot of people see three is the weaker. And funnily enough, I was reading, I think it might have been on the back of this uh, Don Mancini tweet. Mm. Um, and I was reading a couple of other replies and tweets and stuff. And I think it's probably fair to say that if you're a fan of the franchise generally, people will say that there isn't really a duff one. I think the third one is probably most people's least favorite. But, what about the Aubrey Plaza one with the new look? Yeah, but that's not that's not the same franchise. Oh, we're, we're, okay, that's, that's its own. Okay, yeah, that's its own thing because that's different cast, different director. That's yeah. unnecessary reboot territory. Yeah. But we're familiar um, with those. But yeah, I think I think generally, even with the TV show, I think a lot of people are keen on it, fans of it. 
And I think Chucky has done well to work as like a sort of straight horror and then dip into the more comedic side of things and then gone back to horror and then the TV show is like a good mix of, of both. Um, so yeah, I think it's a strong contender for a franchise that doesn't really have a bad film. Interesting. Interesting. Because, I yeah. mean, that's that's hard to come across these days. Yeah, it is. It is. But, I mean, I'd, like I say, feel free to disagree with me, but I'd, I'd fight that corner. Hey, how, if someone wanted to disagree with you on the uh, opinion of whether or not the Chucky franchise has a good or bad film, where... I mean, how... How would, if I if I was an audience member, a listener to this podcast, how do I get in touch to let you know my frustrations of um, well, what you've just said? You could go to hell, or well, that's you can that's, email don't, the well, podcast. Don't tell don't tell them to do that. We need <laughs> at the Dreadcast podcast. Why well, my opinion is final. <laughs> um, the, you can email us at the Dreadcast podcast at gmail dot com, yeah. um, and I promise, even if you uh, contradict. My thoughts, feelings, and opinions will still read your messages and send you a nice reply. Promise. We'll send you a reply. I'm not, I'm not writing yeah, back to these people. I mean, people. The, the, re the reply might be go to hell. But... No, I'm not replying. I will reply with vocally in the podcast. But yes. I'm not Santa we'll over here. I'm not writing back it. to people. <laughs> right. Not too busy. Um, on top of that, folks, you know the usual score. You can uh, check this episode out and all past content on youtube by searching the dreadcast and um spotify apple podcasts amazon podbean and for now google Podcasts. but we've been informed by whistleblower that um <laughs> deep throat <laughs> deep... um that apparently google podcasts is going to be is ceasing to exist um soon um is it so a case of they are moving migrating to youtube i don't know in short okay. um friend and listener of the podcast uh tiresome Mike. shout out shout out um yeah sent me a message because he he's a he's a listener through google and he yeah he sent us a message to let us know that google podcast is ceasing to be a thing relatively soon i can't quite remember just if you knew just when um i don't know if there's going to be a direct replacement from mm. Google, whether they're just reformatting it or whether they're doing away with the service altogether. Um, but he, yeah, I mean, as we've said, there are plenty of other ways and means of listening to or yeah. watching the Dreadcast. Plenty. Um, but yeah, it could be that the the Google platform, Google Podcast platform, is soon to be defunct, um, and we're still not quite sure what we're going to do. Whether we find an alternative platform to to swap out for it or whether we we just let it go away we haven't quite made that decision but yeah just something to be aware of if what if I you do if you are a regular listener via google yeah well i will say if you if you do listen to google you have the other options which are just listed but i what i will be implementing very soon is ways to listen to it via samsung podcasts i assume i've never used it myself but i assume it's like like apple Podcasts, their own Oh yeah, uh, probably. Hosting, I mean, I, hosting I for site for podcasts. So if you have a Samsung so. phone, um, and also um, a service called TuneIn plus Alexa, and you'll be able to listen to it through your Amazon Echo devices. So you know the good and the bad. We come, we come with some more. Um, the thing is, because we, we host this through Podbean, I think it's an American hosted podcast hosting website. So some of these 
podcast apps they allow you to use i believe are more american like iHeartRadio, which i think is an american service player fm pod chaser boom play i, I don't, i've never heard of any of these um, i'll say that i have so but um yeah we can always look into it and there's plenty of options there if you uh if you, you don't use google and you want to migrate to something else so just a heads up everyone there um all right so today's film today's film is as we've said before and it's in the title you know that it's in the you know what film we're talking about unless once again you have tripped over and fallen into uh this podcast you accidentally clicked it while falling in. Like, oh <laughs> what's happening but yes my bloody valentine 3d from 2009 the remake of my bloody valentine from 1981 released 43 years ago to this very day oh really the 11th of february yep well isn't that a nice little quinky dink oh it's a hell of a coincidence because there's no way i planned this we, we did not <laughs> there's no way usual. we planned this we did not in fact oh, no. the fact that this is going to be released Rather... around valentine's day is probably <laughs> i don't yeah. know how i planned that is either <laughs> uh, I, I, tr I tried to get it around mid-february it wasn't mm. Because in February, what's going on? Valentine's Day. It's uh, that's yeah. a holiday theme. Uh, we did we did the uh, infamous Valentine last year. Valentine. Loved it. Uh, film of the yeah. show. Uh, very, that's I was the, wearing my t-shirt last week. Uh, of course you were. It's 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 um. If if you tell someone, do you listen to the drag cast? Oh, the one that did Valentine. Yeah, yeah. Was, what else are they going to say? So <laughs> yeah. So we went for my bloody Valentine, but we can't do the original because the original's good. I like. I really like the original. It's a great underrated slasher. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, because But I will I will I think you'll like just, it. Yeah, well like I've it. just been um I've just been having a little squiz at a plot synopsis for it just to see it's different how different, how different mm. it was to to mm. twenty uh, to the two thousand nine version. And yeah, it's it's radically different by the yep. looks of it. Um so I will be I will be hunting that down and checking that out soon. Yeah, it's but yeah, it's going into this I have not seen it, so but you had seen this film before. I'm pretty sure I had. I'm pretty sure I had. Yeah. Certainly bits of it, because there was there was definite sort of sequences and scenes where I was like, oh yeah, I've seen this. I know I've seen this. And then there were other bits of it that were just like, might as well have been completely new to me. I can't say that I remembered a lot of it. There were there were, say, there were bits where I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I know this. I know this. And I, you know, I knew the ending and stuff. But yeah, fairly sure I've seen, I'd seen it before. But... Mm wouldn't wouldn't stake my life on it that's it fine may, that's yeah. fine yeah um it it's certainly a film um it's it followed the trend of the mid mid 2000s to late 2000s remake boom yeah um i think a year after this we got the nightmare on elm street remake 2010 the, the awful awful one i mean they all kind of started with the texas chainsaw massacre remake 2003 i believe and then we just got one, one more after the other. And then this, um, it was the, I want to say the height, but the height of the fad of 3D. Yeah. Uh, not your, not your uh, blue and uh, red 3D. Your, uh, your new fancy. Oh my God. It's literally coming at me 3D. Um, yeah. The problem and with there the are 3D. 
the few shots in this that are just obvious. Like yeah. we need, we we need a three D moment here. Yeah, so. which which well, from what I've read up, became a very critical review of this film. That okay, we get the idea. You've got you're you, you're implementing the three D in the film, but now you're just doing it for the sake of it. Yeah. Now you're. But just... this, that's what I mean. I mean, without without watching it in three D, and. It's it's difficult to say. There are those obvious like things, you know, the the pickaxe coming at you. There's a bit with a tree, yeah. stump or tree branch or whatever. There's a few like really obvious things, but they're kind of few and far between generally. Yeah, it's not so, like every minute. It's not. It's not all no. the time. Yeah, which you would. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily want those bit, but without without the rest of the 3D effects in there, it's difficult to. They're the only without watching it in 3D. They're the only really markers that this was a 3D film, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're quite, quite few and far between. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to try and watch it. I mean, I don't even know if you, how you'd go about watching a 3D film in 3D these days, but I mean, you could it, use these. <laughs> do you do you still need a 3D TV though? Oh my God! Oh wow! Man, I bought I bought these Friday night just for the bit on Amazon. Just, just to do that. This is a solid load, by the way. <laughs> oh my god. How how was this folks, for the audio listeners, I bought blue and um red 3D glasses. The old classic blue you look like an extra from Back to the Future. How was this a viable thing to watch a film for an hour and a half? My eyes are hurting already. I can't well, even do, I, mean, I can't even do the bit. Oh. It never was. I mean, they, they tried it. They tried it back in the eighties, didn't they? Yeah. There was a. There was a. Wow. Friday. Was it the third Friday? Yeah. Because 3D. 3D. Yeah. Where you got like, the eyeball to the screen uh-huh. and the the skewer. Yeah. So they they tried it back then, and it was a gimmick for a while, and then it died off, and then they tried it again in the two thousands, and it was gimmick for a while, and then it died off, and then we had the. 3D TV, like a home 3D TV. Whoever thing. bought for a 3D TV, you were scammed. <laughs> Absolutely scammed. A friend so, of mine had one. Friend of mine had one, and it was quite. It was quite cool to watch. Like there were there were some shows, like nature documentaries in particular, were really nice to watch with the 3D effect. Well, nature documentaries are always the go-to for just testing a TV. Yeah, a TV because they're always brightly coloured and nice and things. But again. We, I think we watched like a couple of movies, sat in sat in a house with three D glasses on. But generally, you're just not bothering. No, I, I don't want to watch Coronation Street. 3D. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to watch Coronation Street full stop. But I don't want to watch it in three D. Like, you know what I mean? There's just it is all it is all and has always been a gimmick. Yeah, they just try it again every every once in a while, just to sort of go, hey, remember we can do this, and. I mean, the big one was Avatar, wasn't it? That was filmed entirely in 3D and made to be a 3D movie. I believe, I believe the newer ones still are. Mm. Still keeping it on. The, do you know what? The best use of 3D film I've ever seen in the cinema was Jackass 3D. Oh, really? Because <laughs> it, it used it so well. It wasn't like everyone was trying to be in 3D. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, there's a... I think he... Um, Maybe had a scorpion or something, and then held mm. it to the camera, 
or there was the dildo flying across the screen. It's just <laughs> it was little bits, but it was funny and it worked. They 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 used it sparingly. Yeah, I mean, Dread oh, God, was the, really good. Dread, yes. Um, Dread was really good in three D, especially Res- with the slow mo effects. The Resident Evil films bastardized that three D eventually. Mm. Um, the bullets. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Um, but also with this film, did you notice? Um, see, with this film, I didn't actually take notes in the sense of shot uh, the way the, the story went with this film. I, di- I didn't, I didn't really to f- take my notes for that. Like for this film, like we would normally go through the film bit by bit. Um, the frame rate of this film is it's shot like a soap opera in a way. I don't know if you caught that, like the way. I didn't know. I didn't really pick up on that. I, well, I say I didn't. No, I do, and this it might be the fact that Jensen Ackles is in it, but I did feel a lot of it felt more like TV, and I felt like yeah. I was watching an episode yeah. of Supernatural. But a big part of that is probably the fact that it's Jensen Ackles, and that's the main thing I know him from. He's, um, he's a he's not a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> he does he does one thing very well, which, which is? is Dean Winchester. <laughs> that's basically it. And oh, not, the character from Supernatural. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. There's right, not, yeah. and there's not really much like depth to him. Um, but the yeah, the, the frame rate plus the 3D. I, I don't know. There was just every now and then some somewhat sort of motion blur. It, it felt very. I don't know. Yeah, it felt very made for TV. It it didn't come across like a big budget. I mean, big budget Hollywood film. And speaking of the budget, this film cost 14 million and made bank. 100 million. Wow. How did I, yeah. it cost 40 million? For, 14. One four. Oh, 14. Yeah. How did, well, how did it cost 14 yeah, exactly. million? <laughs> that probably on the 3D, the 3D effects, probably. Oh, well, yeah. 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 Because, yeah. I mean, it's it's mostly just shot in a tunnel and you need or, a gas mask. It's like... or, or they, it was, all the money went towards that helicopter getting all those round, the shots of the town. Oh, like, yeah, we, we've got a day, we've got a day with this helicopter, just fly around this town and get all these shots of that bridge going over the river and the town because that yeah that happened a lot yeah it, it does doesn't it it's the it transition a lot, I think. I'm not I'm not picked up on it but now you mentioned it it's like yeah there are all a lot the time of, there are a lot of shots it's like they were using shoot some extra footage for the the wherever tourist board Um, just just going back, yeah, go on. to what you were saying about this being in sort of the middle of the two thousands remake boom. I'm just having a look at a list of two thousand. Yeah, go remakes. for it. There are a lot. Last yeah? House on the Left got a remake. Dawn of the Dead, House of Wax, uh, Prom Night, Hills of Eyes. Oh, well, slow, slow, slow down, slow down. So, so Dawn of the Dead is is good. I like Dawn of the Dead. It's Zack Snyder's best film. Yeah, it's his like first it. film. House of Wax. Yeah, it had um, Paris Hilton in it, didn't it? And that was the no. big draw for that one. I don't think I ever saw the Last House on the Left remake. No, um, I don't. I didn't what, either. What else are we looking at there? Prom Night. Oh no, I didn't see that. Ooh. I didn't. The Hills of Eyes. That which I did is see, I liked. Great. That I is a uh, yeah. That's a tough watch at times. The Orman. Not very good. No. Not very good. Doesn't really do anything different. Uh, this, My Bloody Valentine, obviously. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what else is there? Um, 
Rob Zombie's <laughs> Halloween. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Partial like to it, partial to one. it. I like the first one. I the do. Sequel, not so much. Oh, no. oh, actually, sorry, This it was the sequel. They both came out at the side, didn't they, in the 2000s? They must have done, yeah. Sorry, yeah. The, I'm just looking at this list on Google, and it's it's showing me the poster for Halloween 2, but it's telling me it's the first film, so I'm oh, not okay. too sure. Well, okay. they probably both did come out in the... I believe they did, yeah. Uh, the Amityville Horror. Oh, with Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 13 Ghosts. Um, oh, I quite like 13 Ghosts. Which I've never seen. A lot of people like it. It comes up quite a lot. I quite like one it. one of those yeah. things. I've never... That was really early 2001. Um, the Wick Man. Not the bees. <laughs> Not saying anything about that. Not the bees. <laughs> but then we also got Friday the 13th. Uh, oh, I wasn't a fan of that. No. Which has Jared Padalecki in it. Yep. The other Winchester brother. So, And and uh, I did look it up as well. Supernatural had been running for like three or four years, I think, by the by this point. So mm. they, they br both briefly took a step out to star in a Very rubbish horror remake. Rubbish horror films. <laughs> and, then and then went back right to back to Supernatural. <laughs> series of Supernatural. Um well, yeah, sorry, Halloween 1 and 2 are, yeah. uh, are both in there. Um, Carrie. Carrie. Uh, oh, yes. I think I've... God, I think I may have watched that on Sci-Fi Channel one night. Oh, no, yeah, wait, I'm, I'm thinking not... of the Carrie sequel. Carrie 2. Oh, Carrie 2, The Rage. Yeah, that's all, that's really bad. Um, and that... That is just about it for that list. I mean, I'm not saying that it's entirely... Um, that was all of them, but that's the that's the list that Google just throws up. It's quite a boom, and that is quite a lot. It's and, quite and a boom. There, there are a few others. April Fool's Day. I feel like that's probably a remake. No, there was a remake to April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. Um, um, April Fool's Day, two thousand and eight. I feel like that has an original from the. It does. We did it on the podcast. Seventies or eighties. It's it's great. It's yeah. fantastic. Um, April Fool's Day. Oh no, three point seven out of ten. Oh, no. So yeah, there's a bunch of those. So, like, yeah, just uh, just to highlight that was very, very, um, very much a trend. Yeah. In the 2000s to just churn out glossy remakes of 80s, 70s slasher yeah. films. And not really do... There you say, with the, there was a couple of decent ones, but I think... I mean, the most the most decent one was the first of of that boom, the Texas Chainsaw mm. Massacre. Yeah. Um, so, what did you think? You you said you'd seen this before. I'm fairly sure. I, I was fairly certain that I had, but I didn't remember a whole lot of it. So it, it did largely feel like watching it for the first time. It it's it's a dumb mid two thousands slasher film. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's a decent popcorn movie. It's not great but it's one of it's it's one of those movies to to do this with watch with your mates over a few beers and take the piss out of pick holes in it take the piss there are yeah. so many flaws though as well there are so yeah. many things wrong there are things that don't mm. make sense and i have a a section later on that we <laughs> i'm gonna get into with you that is about the lighting whoever was head of lighting okay. on this film I need to talk. <laughs> They've never been down a mineshaft in their lives. 
the lighting in the woods. In the woods. Oh, right. I have yeah. screenshots, and we're going to go through them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah it's, it, you know, it, uh, it, it's what, if I'd have been to the cinema, and then I was going out for a few beers afterwards, and we'd chop it up, shoot the shoot the shit over it and talk about it you know i'd I'd feel like it was it was a decent night yeah out um it's certainly not one that i'd really feel i need to watch again no 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 no. if i i would say i would not recommend this film at all no. i would recommend the original mm-hmm. and i don't i don't feel like because there's only one film it's not like a franchise the original film um the the look of the killer the the miner with the pickaxe and the gas mask it doesn't get enough play in like enough imagery you don't ever really see that no um, i mean it's it's fairly oh actually just before we continue yeah 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 where did we watch this where did you where did you watch the movie uh entirely legal and entirely legal uh source <laughs> On the interwebs, um, it is it is available for rent it is on, on Shudder. YouTube and uh, Amazon. Um, yes, but you can probably you could probably if you really wanted to see it, you could probably walk into your nearest CEX or charity shop and find a copy of it. Although when I went looking yesterday, because I thought if I can find it for a quid in CEX, I'll just get it. I swear to God, on any given day, there'd be like forty copies of it on the shelves, and there yeah. was not a single one at all which was a little bit annoying but i imagine generally found it <laughs> you'll, you'll happen across it cx um, my bloody valentine plus glasses for one pound <laughs> there you go that is a bargain <laughs> yeah but i i don't think you need to really do- oh it's 250 on blu-ray <laughs> i mean they, but you know it, and both of those to be honest are still cheaper than renting it off amazon so it is actually yeah you're right <laughs> Yeah. Cost me yeah. £3.50 to watch this. On, oh, man, uh, I, could have, I could have just shared it with you with nah, the, the, the source that I I acquired it from. I mean, uh, to be perfectly honest, I think I may have a copy of this on DVD, but I just could not be bothered going through the back of the shelves and getting things out and looking for it. That's not the commitment we want to hear. <laughs> That's not I what we want it. to hear. I paid, I paid <laughs> currency for a film that I may already own. So that is commitment. You've given yeah. them revenue for this film. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, like you said at the beginning, the story of this film is is very different to the first film. This this is very much more kind of revenge, generic slasher, uh, yeah. f- story towards it. But if you don't pay attention within the first few minutes, which I don't think I did because I started going. I started thinking to myself, "Where's the exposition? Where are we get? Where's the the backstory as to why the a killer is killing people?" That is right at the beginning. Yeah. In the opening, what looks like a, a title crawl, but it's 3D effect newspaper clippings coming at you and a, a narrator saying what's happening in, in the mind. Audio clips, some news reports talking yeah. about. Um, and it's key. It is. It is key information. Yeah. It really is. key. In because. Fact, if, all of that really if you're not paying attention to it because we get um time skips and uh, yeah yeah there's oh, quite quite a lot goes on that sort of sets it up those fucking time skips where the time the main time skip which is a 10-year difference uh-huh. no one looks any different no one looks any different no. and especially our main 
uh, our lead Jensen Ackles, you said his name was? Yes, Jensen Ackles. Doesn't look any different. Tom. From 10 years. Harringer? Hanniger. Tom yes. Who is Actually, played... the only person that does look different is Axel, the, the chief of police. Yes, played by Kerr Smith from Final Destination 1. Uh-huh. He has Who a beard. <laughs> looks like Tom DeLong from Blink-182 in yeah. the opening scene with the with the, the T-shirt, the long sleeve over... Uh, the short sleeve T-shirt over the long sleeve um, tee, which is a look I miss. I used to, I used to love rocking a... A double T-shirt. I'd always rock a, a long sleeve under a short sleeve. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with with his sort of like spiky more haircut and uh, his his six pack of beer, and then he transforms into the chief of police. Barely looks a day out of like high school, really. He's the sheriff, <laughs> and he's grown a beard. That is what's <laughs> happened in ten years. And when he's got married um, and had a kid with. Uh, Jensen Eccles is X. Uh, X. Um, so Jensen Eccles plays um, Tom Hanniger. Hanniger. Yeah. yeah. Who is basically the son of uh, the owner of said mine, where instant mm-hmm. an instant occurs, which we we had talked about the t- told about at the beginning of the film, and um, the instant being. See, this is where I started getting confused. The instant being. The incident being, do you have any more clarity on this? It's a cave-in, basically. There's, a cave-in. An explosion, the, there's an explosion it. in the mine. Um, it causes a cave-in. And I think it's like five people are trapped. Yeah. One of them goes crazy, kills the other survivors. Hmm. Um, and yeah. And, and then they sort of extract him. He's uh, the, the killer is in a coma. And then he wakes up and massacres everybody else in the police shooting yeah. dead. Um, yes, back in the mine because um, back in the mine. our young teens are having a party in the mine. But uh oh, he's in the mine. So, but this, this is this is one of the first issues. So that the 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 original collapse of the mine is Tom's fault. He yeah he was working in there and he didn't vent some methane or something. Yeah. So there's an explosion that causes a, causes a. Um, uh, causes a cave-in and then the, it cuts to the sexy teens having the party in the mine tom being one of them it can't be that long after the actual accident no i mean the, the uh what's he called something ward warden the the uh, original killer okay his, his name's harry, harry warden yeah he harry was one warden. of one of the miners that went yeah uh, so he's yeah, in a coma in the hospital but and and then he wakes up and heads back to the mine and, and you know this is yeah. where we get the the sort of first murders of the movie. But it can't be that long after the accident. How long has he been in a coma for? A month, a, a few weeks? Like so, the sexy teens are going to party in the mine shaft where this horrific like s- serial uh, mass murders happen. Like five yeah. people have been killed, and then they've just like presumably shut the mine briefly teens having a party and yeah and an an accident that tom is responsible for as well and this this is what bothered me about this film that the time how the time management of where everything fits in it Mm. it didn't work it did nothing didn't make sense half the time no um because we don't know we already know his age like are they are they sort of late teens early 20s at the party and if so if so how old was tom when he was in the mine and was part of the accident himself so 
I mean, I think so. They he look, does stay. Well, they kind of they kind of come across as being high school students, but yeah. like I say, he was working in the mine. It was his his job. I mean, okay, it, it could have been an after school job, but most most kids are stocking shelves in Tesco or flipping burgers in mm. McDonald's, not venting methane in a mine shaft. I mean, he's yeah. He states he. Oh, I grew up in these mines. Mm. I mean, it's his. Fa- it's the family. It's his family's yeah. mine. It's his. Uh, we never see his so, father. His father's meet. dead, isn't it? Yeah, We've seen yeah. Him in a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a box of ashes. <laughs> um, so I don't think we ever actually see him. No, maybe as a photograph in one of those, um, in in the montage at the beginning. But yeah, not as a not as a walking talking character. But yeah, this is what I was saying. If you don't fully pay attention to that opening crawl of the newspaper clippings and the story, which I get, I, I, I freely admit, I I don't think I did probably pay attention to it. Mm. So I went I went back and checked it out earlier just to make sure. And yeah, I don't think I paid attention because I think in my mind, I I saw that and thought, okay, this is just a uh, opening credits yeah, with the the actors coming through, boom, yeah. boom. So I don't think I paid attention properly. So for the most of the film, I'm thinking, why is he so obsessed with this? Why is Tom so obsessed with this? And why <laughs> did how what what's the significance of Harry Warden? Yeah. Who is this guy? Are we going to get a backstory on him? So, well, we did, but it was we did. instantly yeah, right at the beginning. It is, and it does. Yeah, it explains that he killed his fellow. There was a collapse uh, that trapped. Warden being one of them, yeah. and he killed his fellow survivors to conserve his air. Yeah. Um, but he was unconscious and he was in a coma when they when they rescue him. Because um, then we cut to him in the hospital, and I just want to talk about that nurse comes in to check on him. Are you going to say exactly what I'm about to say? That she checks the IV <laughs> before she realizes there's nobody in the bed. <laughs> fucking amazing that was, my fir- that was my first note how I mean, did the nurse not see any him situation where you walk into a room and there's a person lying on a bed or lying on a sofa or something like that you will definitely see yeah. a human being full size and he's a big dude as well he's a big Huge. like plus six foot guy like in this bed and she she manages to walk in check the IV before she realises the bed she stood right next to has nobody in. <laughs> it's, 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 it's fantastic. It, it's superb. There's a couple of funny shots like this in the film yeah. that are really badly done. And, and not so much shots, but also placement of characters that don't make sense. Like, uh, we'll get to it. Like, um, the, the, our killer in the, in the supermarket who is, has super speed to get around the back and yeah oh. yeah we'll get we'll get to that um but yeah, the nurse yeah, for instance like you know your field of view as a human for instance where i'm sitting right now i can see the left the furthest left is this curtain mm-hmm. here my furthest right as i'm looking straight is pretty much the wall there so i can see near enough 180 like degrees sort of yeah yeah, yeah. she just she, she just <laughs> somehow misses it it's, I mean, the shot should be she walks in and runs to reveal an empty bed. Like, oh, he's gone. This guy that's in a coma. But no, she actually goes through like checking off the checking the yeah. It's it's ludicrous. And the thing with the um, room, the room itself, she walks in. So let's say the bed is to her front left. 
let's say. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a few beds to the right, but the bed to Harry Ward is the front left. And there's another bed to the right. His bed does have a curtain, but it is open. So she'd be able to see that bed straight away. When the camera pans around to like her right after she's discovered he's missing, we see Harry Warden sitting in the bed behind him, behind yeah, where he was. Behind the curtain. She would have been able to see that as well. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's nuts. So it's at this point, he goes nuts. And we don't see a great deal, but we see the aftermath of it. Mm. And there are bodies everywhere. It's ridiculous. It is. It's it is like absurd. somebody, it's like they just got a bunch of mannequin parts, hurled them into the room, and then hurled a bucket of fake blood in afterwards. I went, right, that's the set rest. Bring in, bring in the actors. Um, yeah, there are like hot people cut in half. There are arms dangling from things. There's blood absolutely everywhere. Um, and and the is it are they both? Is it the mayor and the current chief of police? It is Mr. Tom Atkins. Yeah, great to see him. Yeah, I believe it is the mayor. Um, we'll double check late. Yeah, Kevin Kevin Teague, isn't it? Ben Foley. Um, and there's a there's a wonderfully cheesy bit of dialogue where it's like, oh Harry Warden, he was in a coma. And he's like, well, I guess he woke up. There's there's some there's some gems of dialogue in Hugh this film. sunglasses. Yeah, <clears throat> there are some oh, absolute yeah. gems of dialogue in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when we cut to the the sexy teens partying uh, in the in the mine yeah. shaft. But this is also the first instance where we see a heart in a candy box in a box yeah now that is a a um aspect from the original yeah that makes sense in the original from what i've seen yeah because it's all centered around there being a valentine's dance and valentine's being exactly. the, the central theme to it exactly whereas in this it is not relevant whatsoever we see a heart in a box in one scene uh, the police chief, Axel, gets sent one later on. Uh, and a couple of kills are staged to, it's like, with a B-mine and this Halloween thing. Yeah. And then there's the bit with, like, finding the stash of candy boxes later on. But it's only in there as, like, a nod to the original because it's not relevant. Like, she finds that stash of boxes. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, not yeah. made enough uh, to be a... It, like it happens once or twice. It's not frequent enough to be like to be the killer's calling card, because the vast majority of kills have none of this Hall- uh, Halloween, none of this Valentine imagery at all. No, the only relevance is the fact that the incident to begin with happened on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's not. But it's in- it's barely mentioned. It's just it's not relevant at all. It, no, it's not. It's not at all. There there's no, no other aspects to Valentine's Day really whatsoever that i can really remember and i watched this film two days ago but then again i did miss the beginning so um we get our first we get we get the sexy teens killed there's i mean there's some good kills in this bit we get the pickaxe eyeball it all happens very quickly it does happen very quickly very quickly because our league yeah, our lead girl, girl at this point. Uh, what is her name? Sarah. 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 Jamie King. Sarah. <clears throat> She's walking through the mine, looking for who she looking somebody. For? Somebody. I, don't, yeah. I couldn't quite work out who it is, and that she's meant to be looking for. Like it's just another friend of theirs, isn't it? I think. But as she's walking, the scene transitions to another scene of her walking, like a sort of fade. No, she's got a torch. Wait. 
Now, I don't know if that fade in and fade out, or the, the, just a just, just transition, is meant to imply that she's been walking down this mine for a long time. Mm. Because, in my opinion, it, it wasn't. So she's been walking through this mine for about 20 seconds. And suddenly, there's bodies everywhere. Yeah. But there's been a party occurring. So this has all happened very quickly. Harry Warden, quote-unquote, Harry Warden. Um, actually, no, this is Harry Warden right now. Um, has massacred all these people very quickly without her knowing. Uh, like I said, again, it's, it's a time a time management thing that just doesn't make sense in this film. Um, and the first kill with the little Joker boy that pops out to try and scare her. Gets <laughs> yeah, the first. it's that classic, oh, I'm pretending to be the killer. Yeah, he gets the first, um, the first pickaxe to the head. And and then yeah gets gets killed gets off by the actual killer yeah pickaxe to the head and his his eyeball. Whoa! And that's our first like three D bit. The shovel decapitation is also is also good though. That is um, good. That is good. The, yeah. The other the other friend whose name I just did not catch, but one of the other teen girls that's in there gets pinned to a support a prop with a shovel in the mouth, and then we get this like. CGI top part of the head sliding down. Yeah, it's it's pretty gruesome. It's pretty kill because there's not a lot of variation in the kills. No, the kills are very generally. mundane. It's all well. I mean, it's 101 ways to kill somebody with a pickaxe. Yeah, they're they're pretty much all pickaxe deaths. It varies slightly in which part of the head they're hitting, more or less, but. It's there's not it's not like you get a vast array of people killed in in any sort of. There's not much creativity. Ways. No, there no, isn't much. It, creativity they're they're at all, all pickaxe kills near enough. Um, apart from this one shuffle one. Yeah, uh, the, the the thing with this scene though, like they're having the, the party in the mine. So the 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 character we just mentioned, Sarah, walking through lost, looking for someone. She is the current girlfriend of Tom. And he goes back to the truck to get some beer. And this is, again, what I mean by time. He's just gone back to the truck to get beer. They're about 30-second walk from the truck, at the entrance yeah. still. And she's gone. She's walking off down the... But he, all this happened. He just went to get some beer. And they're all massacred. Yeah. Tom comes back to find her. And they're all, they're all, all these kids are massacred. Um, Axel's there. Right, Axel and his yep. current girlfriend, who yeah, she's the one that gets shovel. She's killed. the one that gets shovel killed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, she's not because he run. Does he not run off with her, Sarah, and her at the end? All three of them. They, they're the hiding behind that pillar as Harry Warden walks past, and then that yeah. other kid turns up. Yeah, and he's like, he's shouting of them, and he turns around and somehow they doesn't see them hiding behind that pillar. It's very weird how Harry manages to miss them. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, then they make a break for it. And I'm pretty sure it's his girlfriend that dies. Uh, and then we get we get the, another 3D shot with the axe being the pickaxe yeah. being thrown. Um, and then we get the oh Jensen Ackles. Tom's about to get killed, and then the cops have turned up and they shoot Harry. And he runs off. And he runs off. Yeah. Which we get we get a, a reason later on as to what actually happened to him. We get yeah. an, uh, an answer that's actually what happened to him. So that that's kind of that's kind of our setup for the film. That's it. Yeah, we get, um, we get the ten years later and the ten year ten years later. <laughs> God, no one looks any different. 
Normally, look. well, yeah. So apart from Axel, who looks like a sexy Jewy from Scream, I was thinking his, that. I was little... thinking <laughs> that's as soon as he appears on screen. I was like, oh, okay, we've 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 got Dewey, but sexy. I'm not. I'm not going to do a Dewey impression. <laughs> we're, if we're all uh, people of culture here, we know how Dewey sounds. But he looks like him and him and the deputy both look like they're fresh out of high school. They S- they are. Yeah, special officer Doofus. Again, pulling for Judy. I know it's a small town, but I mean, I, nobody. I don't believe that within a couple of years out of school, you're 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 getting the sheriff job. Like sheriff, it's not. That's not happening, is it? The um, fact that Tom Atkins, I believe, was sheriff before him. Yeah, because Tom Atkins uh, later on in the film states, "I'm retired now." Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a terribly cheesy. It's a bad. Do you want to take point? I'm retired. Oh, God, shut up. But still has his gun out and still patrols the house. <laughs> and he's still involved in this. He's yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. watching Quincy with his feet up. He's, he's out and about. So um, I guess our next major scene is at the, the motel, right? Uh, yes. We got to talk yes, about this one? <sighs> we have to talk about this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, just actually before we do, we get that set up that Axel is having an affair. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Which the, doesn't the, get doesn't really yeah. have any relevance to the rest of the film whatsoever. Not, to be fair, not really. Um, it's, it's if you took it out, it wouldn't change the film. No, not at all. Uh, but yeah, then we have the the motel scene. So um, we we have a little bit more setup that Tom's back in town. He's he's here to basically sell the mine, mm. um, and it's a not it's not a popular opinion because. The town relies on the mine. But I don't understand why selling it to a different owner necessarily means that it comes to an end. No, he's not closing it. He's looking no, to he's just selling move ownership. ownership. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I mean, it, has, it comes with the fear that they might then close it and maybe and possibly, redevelop or not. But, um, I mean, possibly. But that's was, never straight out said. No. It's just that he's selling the mine and, yeah, nobody wants him to because they're, they're talking about it like it will definitely be the death of the town. Um, but, yeah, so Tom is selling the mine and then, he yeah, he goes to check in at the motel and um, overhears his neighbours having a having a good old, a good old time. His neighbor, yeah. Oh, okay. his neighbor's at the motel. Oh, yeah. at the motel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yes. Um. Hell Frank, of a time. Frank of a and time. Irene. Yeah. Hell of a time, which has something that really bothers me in TV and film when portraying sex. Okay. Uh-huh. You got They have to cover up afterwards. They got to use the <laughs> duvet to cover up. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you're Betsy Roo. He covers up a little. No, she doesn't. She puts heels on. (laughs) She she covers up her waist for about 10 seconds, and then she's (laughs) fine. Then she's fine not to. But this does happen a lot in film and TV. You you know, cover up. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. No, got to cover up. Um, That really bothers me. But um, he he had a secret camera. He was filming her the whole time. He was. Um, She says she's not a hooker. Uh, still gives him money anyway. He's just a truck driver. Uh, yeah, she's um, and goes, he's he's Axel's ex, isn't he? Uh, she's sorry, she's he, actually she's, yes, she's, she's she Axel's ex. ex. Yes, <laughs> yes. But again, kind of irrelevant. But um, 
apart from it just gives them an excuse to watch the sex tape over and over and over again because yeah. it's evidence. Um, but yeah, she uh, yeah she uh, he, she says she's not a hooker, and they have this exchange whereby he basically says, "Well, you know, I videotaped it, and I'm keeping the tape, and here's some money, and I'm out of here." And yeah, she she runs around in completely naked, nothing but heels. Goes and gets a gun. <laughs> she's ready for she's ready for popping caps to get this. Uh, Which he sex knows tape is back. not loaded. He, he yeah, we, it's just it's it's odd, isn't it? And it's basically just an extended excuse to have a naked woman running around for it's a naked woman and reason for long. another kill. Mm-hmm. Um, it does come back to it when Axe, um, when they uh, Axel and the police recover the videotape and they're using yeah. it as evidence, like you said, it's an excuse to see. Okay, Tom's there. Why was Tom there? And the killer yeah, was there. Yeah. Mm, why? Mm, what's going on here? What's yeah, the link? You brief, like I say, you briefly get a you briefly get a view that Tom was picked up on the video tape because they're having sex in a motel room with the curtains wide open. Yep, and he's videotaping it. That's like that, I mean, we're not not kink shaming by any stretch, but that's ticking off quite a few uh, quite a few proclivities there. I think. It's ballsy. It's ballsy. <laughs> In so um, many words. So yeah, we briefly Tom briefly gets caught, and yeah, like you say, later on it becomes like one of the reasons why they can, uh, you know, make him the the prime suspect. Um, we get, yeah. I mean, even the kill, couple, the kill, the kill isn't that inventing creative. We get a couple more kills. I mean, the the proprietor of the motel the landlady she gets sort of pinned to the ceiling um hooked up through the with a pickaxe through the jaw pinned to the ceiling and then yeah irene is sort of hiding behind a metal bed frame yeah i i wrote that um who knew a metal bed frame could you know a bed frame will shield you from a pickaxe murderer <laughs> yeah um uh what was what was the guy's name again bald guy that was uh videotaping her did you catch Jack, him? I think. I mean, it's not that important, really. But I he gets, like I said, about the... the oh, sorry, the, Frank. Frank the trucker. The not-so-creative kills. It's just a pickaxe to the top of the head. Yeah. That's all it is. He goes to get, get into his lorry, and um, our killer is there, and whoo, bang, right on the top of the head. And that that's it. He... Hang on a minute. Wait, what? What have we missed? He is uh, Todd Farmer. He wrote this. Really? Yeah, he wrote this. Um, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> he also wrote Jason X as well. <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did. Yeah. So basically, he wrote himself a sex scene and the first kill. Well, not the first kill, but <laughs> he wrote himself an extensive videotape sex scene in his own Yes, because he was in it. <laughs> Oh, no. Fair play, he... fair play, that man. Well done. <laughs> he wrote the messengers. Messengers. He wrote Drive Angry. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, that's a hell of a career he had going for him there. The last film was Trick. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's uh, just a pickaxe to the head, and he's gone. Um. Got himself a nice little payday there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote himself a nice little payday. Um, and yeah, there's a massacre at the motel, basically, then they all get kicked off. Um, 
where do we go to next? Like I said, next. I didn't take too many films for shot for shot. I, I took notes on specific moments, really, that happened. Oh, one thing. Did you catch the, the, the music of this motel scene? No, I didn't. Where it's specifically the point where he has gone off to his truck. She is angry, grabbed the gun, and going to walk after him. The music uh-huh. is so out of context for the film. It's kind of uplifting and like okay, no, bubble, bubbly. It's really weird, really weird. I'll, I will, I, can't say I will put it right now, folks, in the audio listeners, so you can hear it. I'm just I'm just there we go. The, I'm just looking at the uh the soundtrack actually just to see if it's our usual two thousands. Oh uh, <laughs> the artists <laughs> stuff and there's not Power Wolf have a wow have a song in this. But apart from that, there's nothing that nothing that jumps out as being particularly of its time. Um and like I say I don't I don't recall hearing anything that was that was necessarily either. Um, so yeah, immediately after this, after this scene is when um, Axel gets the heart in the box delivered to the uh, mm. the police station. Um, yeah, and and they they mention that like the heart in the box is his trademark, but it's Harry. It must yeah. be Harry. It's, it's his trademark. It's like not really. He didn't. No. As far as they're concerned, it happened once, and it was in a room full of dismembered bodies. Like it's, it's not... such an assumption. Yeah, it is a bit of a leap. Um, and Sarah uh, sort of comes comes across Axel at home, like watching uh, watching the sex tape, and mm, mm. Uh, you know it's evidence and and rather around. This is the moment that they spot Tom in the background. Also, why do they have plastic curtains up in their house, like dividing a room with plastic curtains? Did you notice this? Yeah, because he, he's in like an office, his office, right? And she, yeah, but he's yeah, in their house. Yeah, I, I did notice it. I I don't have an answer for you. It's, it's a <laughs> because, weird I mean, thing. It, it did remind me a bit of in Thanksgiving. There's uh, the the young Russian girl in uh-huh. Thanksgiving. Yeah. We we go to her house. That's where she gets killed, and it's been renovated. So there yeah. are plastic sheets. That yeah, was yeah, what yeah, my mind was, but. That was that's different because that's yeah. like hung plastic sheets because presumably you're painting or causing a lot yeah. of dust or or something. This is like curtain rail, shower <laughs> curtain, plastic curtains, like just dividing the living room between. I mean, yeah, it's an idea. It's not something that I'd go for personally. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Is it modern? Is it a modern design? I, I, I don't. Mean, <sighs> it, it's, he, he watches his evidence tapes in a plastic tent which she believes gives him sexual powers i don't know <laughs> <laughs> bravo sir bravo <laughs> oh fantastic um it was it was odd it was we'll just odd. say that that is the reason let's just say that yes, that is the reason he believes it gives him sexual powers yeah <laughs> i think it does um do one more thing just before we move on to the next uh, i mean the next i guess uh murder scene is down the mine 
But before yeah. that, we we get something that really bothers me in in cheesy horror films is the blood splatter, which okay. I think this happened on in the hotel room after she's uh, murdered through the bed frame. The camera cuts to the wall, and we just get a ridiculous. I have got a note on this as well. Yeah, like cause <sighs> she gets pickaxed in the stomach. Yeah. But somehow that causes some ridiculously big arterial spray over it. the wall. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely doesn't match, like, the wound or, yeah, it's... And there's always, like, a really weird, like, time difference between us seeing the seeing the attack. Yeah. And then it's, like, a couple of seconds, then it cuts to the wall and there's some blood sprays. It's really jarring. I yeah. Mean, blood... If... <laughs> Is ever an artery cut like an instant? Blood can fly. So oh yeah, like like, like ten feet out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and it it always comes out so thick and gloopy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, I I hate that. I really hate that. But this is the thing; it doesn't match with the wound that she gets. It's not no, like she no, gets it doesn't. Stuck in the neck, she gets like impaled like under the ribcage or something. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's... it would work if it was, I guess, a. Um, a big blade that was sliced quickly across her, yeah, and in that yeah. motion going towards the yeah. wall, it flicks off yeah, the yeah, knife, yeah. maybe or off her body. But yeah, it it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. So it's no. just, just it's done for shock value. That's all it is. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's a it's a very it's a very slight. It's used, it's that sort of thing where you get like a cut of like the outside of wherever the murder's taking place, and it like hit the window. So we know there's been a bad murder. Really, in summary, this film it, it is like a murder mystery slasher film. Yeah, but yeah, for the mo- it's not so much scream where we don't know who Ghostface is. It is we are led to believe this is Harry Warden because he runs off. Yeah, up, well, up to about this point um, in the movie, we have the the scene with um, Tom. In the he goes to visit the mine. Yeah, for for not, I'm not sure why actually, but right. he he goes down the mine and, uh, yeah. Well, previous Harry, Harry Warden turns up. Previous to this, there's a little scuffle in a bar. Um, yes, uh, and again, it's it's surrounding that uh, this notion that he's gonna sell the mine and it's mm. all gonna be terrible. Um. Yeah, because the the chap that escorts him down there is one of the locals. That yeah, that's why I wanted to bring that up quickly. Yeah, which kind of goes nowhere anyway. It's like really no. something nothing. Um, but yeah, I'm not entirely sure why he goes to visit the mine unless it's it's supposed to be him sort of getting like facing his fears sort of thing or yeah, or just checking it out. I mean, or just go. Yeah, I mean, he does own it, so there's no reason he doesn't really yeah. need a reason to visit <laughs> it. I suppose, but um, I believe it's at this point. He, this is where he states, um, "I grew up. You know, I grew up in these mines. Yeah. I know because yeah. at one point they say you're not going down there. It's like, come on, man, I grew up in these mines. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's where we get more of a backstory with him. But um, yeah, he he goes to. <sighs> So he goes down to the bottom of the mine with a uh, gentleman we just mentioned before that was in the scuffle at the bar. Then Tom walks down a bit further the mine and locks him in this cage. Yeah, he gets, he gets yeah. locked in this cage. 
and then Harry proceeds to go and kill said gentleman that he had to scuffle with in the bar brutally, very brutally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of it. Uh, while, while this is happening, Tom's watching in the cage trying to get out and he's watching the murder happen and yeah. Harry, Harry is chopping at the bit, pickaxing this guy. Now, <laughs> I don't know if you ch- if you clocked this as well. Um, oh, actually, before I, I mention this, we get the, we get the scene the sort of mirrored scene of Harry Warden facing Tom while he's in the cage yeah. and they're doing the, they're looking at each other and mirroring each other as they move. And this is where you, if you're not really familiar with kind of what's going on, you, you start to think, interesting. Mm-hmm. Is he imagining this? Are they, is is yeah. he playing with Tom? What's really going on here? Um, obviously it will come to light later on. Yes. It will, um, but yeah, like you said, this is probably your first big indicator yeah. that there is something untoward or something slightly unusual happening. Um, and yeah, this is and this is the point where, uh, like, a, a bunch of people come uh, and, and find this guy dead, and Tom locked in a cage. And the police come to investigate it, um, and it's at this point that we it's revealed that it can't possibly be Harry, yeah, because. He definitely was killed and buried in a shallow grave. Very shallow. Very very shallow. He's buried on I made a point, I made a note of this, <laughs> that there is absolute. So they got the, the, the police and uh, the, the former police chief and Axel and the mayor and Tom and God knows who else um, all sort of wander out to, to see this this grave. And yeah, the, that that hole in the ground is is barely it, it's a slight little they spent dip. 10 minutes the crew spent 10 minutes digging that hole that'll do <laughs> that'll do it's next to it's certainly you wouldn't bury a cat in that let alone like no a, you know six foot four <laughs> minor <laughs> so we te- we're, we're led to believe then that this body has just basically been left there with some leaves scattered on top of it this <laughs> rotting corpse has been sc- <laughs> just left in the woods but Shock horror! It's it, it's disappeared. So maybe oh my it is god, <laughs> maybe it is Harry after all. Um, and again, it's just a little. It, it's it doesn't really go anywhere because no. it, it's shortly after this that we basically just get for the remainder of the film Tom blaming Axel and Axel blaming Tom, and yeah, back and forth, yeah. back and forth, and, and and with Sarah in the middle of it, and they're trying yeah. to Axel's. Desperately trying to convince his wife that her former lover is actually <laughs> is, is actually the killer, which is a bit rich considering he's having an affair anyway with one of her employees, who is um, pregnant. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, and and yeah, Tom is basically saying like, watch out for your husband because he's not who he says he is either. Um, so this. This murder mystery thing very quickly just becomes like it's which one is it? It's one of those two. Like yeah. you say, it's not it's not as clever as Scream or even Thanksgiving does this better, to be honest. Yeah, I was you know, I was really thinking I I was really thinking like the comparisons between this and Thanksgiving. I don't know if it was because it was just a holiday related film. The, or... I think generally the storyline is fairly similar. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the, there's a disaster years ago, and then murders relating to it happen so many years later. Or, or I think there's a, there's a definite similar feel to the two. Um, 
just before they go to examine the body, there are a couple of things I noted. Once um, Miner, said Miner, I can't remember his name, is killed brutally in the mine, uh-huh. when the police turn up, I, did you catch what they did? No, I've got something to mention about this this point in the film, but I don't think it's going to be the same thing. Go so, on. we see this guy get hacked with a pickaxe. Mm-hmm. We don't hear it. We see Harry lift up and oh, like, whack, yeah, lift up and whack. And he even got it in his hand and in the head. Like, it mm-hmm. massacred this guy. When the police turn up, they check his pulse. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> what is wrong with these people in this town? Like the nurse, just doing his police, the, book. <laughs> the nurse that can't see anyone. This the police. Is a sheriff's been made? People being made sheriff at thirty. It's oh, I didn't. Well, <sighs> you know, presumably he qualified his pulse taking training, and that was it. it was good enough. You've got the job. Man, didn't notice um, that. Um, it, it's just it's it's around this point in the movie where um, Tom, I think Tom is is speaking to Sarah, and Axel just suddenly yes. appears from behind the curtain <laughs> yes. and starts shouting about how she's my wife and I have sex with her. <laughs> I've got the exact line because I I burst out laughing. That's a that's a two parter where he just appears from behind the curtain which like is he was hiding there. As it is. and the line is you mean my wife Sarah the mother of my son who I share a bed with and have sex with <laughs> <laughs> and like I say it just becomes this like weird teenage like why do we need to know that swinging <laughs> contest for like the affections of this woman it's just it's it's so lame it's, Ooh, I had yeah. sex with her I have Ooh. sex with her <laughs> <laughs> I sleep in a race car. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I bet he does. Oh man, that there are moments in this film that elicit more humour than yeah. being scared. There, there's there's nothing scary about this film. Oh, not no. a single no, thing no, no. that's scary or horrifying about this film. No, I mean the tent. There's not really any tension. It, no, not nothing. Um, no. So I think our, ne- um, our next uh, location will be the supermarket. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Where Sarah and Megan are stocking shelves at night, and uh, Harry lights go off. Oh, oh, yeah, go yeah. On. Just that in itself. Yeah. Um. So we'll go back and talk about the actual scene itself. But how late are they stocking these shelves? Because after the fact, when they're out in the street, they, that town is deserted. They can't, can't afford extras. <laughs> there is nobody there. Like, it's three o'clock in the morning. Now, I understand, small town, there might not be, you know, an active nightlife or whatever. But, theoretically, the, the store shuts at six. They may be in there after hours for another hour doing a bit of stock yeah. checking. At the, at the, even so, at latest, it's eight o'clock, and there is nobody on those streets. No, no cars on, on the road or There's anything. Nothing. There's nothing. It's like it's the middle of the night. And I don't believe for a second that they're doing some sort of like midnight late shift. It's just ridiculous. Well, th- th- this night specifically is the the last night of the film. This is it. This mm. is right. This all happens mm-hmm. in the, this, yeah, yeah. this one night. Because um, the film yeah, right at the end does. ends in the morning, right early yeah. in the morning. So this all happens through the night. So this... Yeah, you're right. This must be 
at the beginning of said night and he had no one around it, i don't know why it the shot looking outside looking from inside the supermarket out you know, it just reminded me of the blob town oh, about right, okay. that's i don't know that sort of quaint american town just something about yeah. it um I think it's shot in Pennsylvania, whereas the original My Bloody Valentine is a Canadian film. Canadian film. Yeah, um, that's right. Um, we did have the mayor kill just before this bit, actually. The drunk mayor with his shotgun. Oh, his incredible shotgun. Mm-hmm. Incredible shotgun that he unloads. He loads because he hears something and then he unloads it. Yeah. Oh, you know, gun safety. <laughs> um. And there's another somewhat creative but not creative kill with the pickaxe yeah 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 because it goes into the floor and he pushes him onto it rather than but it lingers so we get the 3d effect of the pickaxe coming towards the crowd it 101 ways to kill with a pickaxe Um, there's nothing really there's there's, there's nothing to talk about he gets killed with the pickaxe there's there's nothing to go into it really about no really he's killed off no but yeah so we, we have the supermarket and yeah sarah and her employee whose name i forget um uh, uh, as you say stuck in shells late night and I, I made a note at this point that we have a lot of like the killer the minor harry whatever you want to call him yeah. just sort of stood at the end of an menacing. aisle looking menacing and it, you've got the you've you've got to take quite a few gambles as a slasher that you'll just be stood in the right place yep. at the always think some, that. <laughs> for it to be sort of atmospheric enough and it's like oh they no they've gone down the other route like you can just hurry in away in the background to then stand in menacingly at the end of a, the milk aisle because they didn't walk down the cheese aisle or whatever um it's classic scary movie uh yeah. joke where he'll be standing there it's all down to the camera because the camera pans to our our normal hero normally pans back and they're gone yeah but it, if you think about it in a logical sense if the camera is constantly looking at them you're going to see the the villain run to the side yeah. and run off camp <laughs> like run off view which um, makes it a lot less menacing and yeah completely running off um so yeah we we have a we have an extended sequence of the minor sort of stalking them around the supermarket and chasing yeah. them and, yeah um, you know, there's a lot of things getting smashed, and oh, we get the tripping over nothing, tripping yeah. over absolute air. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, ultimately, Sarah escapes, and her friend—I can't remember that character's name at all. Um, she is not so lucky, and is butchered in the back alley with—is uh, it? There's some sort of valentine related message on the wall isn't it? like be yeah forever or something the problem with this scene though <laughs> as they're trying to escape the office through, through the office through the office window to the mm-hmm. back alley and he uh harry harry quote unquote harry is pickaxe he's he's um johnny in his way through shining his way through the door with the pickaxe yeah he's trying to get through while they're blocking it now, Megan, she's called, isn't she? She's Megan's the young girl, yeah, who's having an affair. She's about, she's halfway through the window, and suddenly they, he stops breaking through the door. They're like, are we good? Are we good? Not five, maybe six or seven seconds later, mm-hmm. our killer is around the back, yep. dragging her out and massacring her. I, 
did, from we've seen how big this building is as well from outside from outside mm-hmm. it's a, and inside it's big ridiculous he gets round there so quick yeah it's ludicrous <laughs> I, I know at this point we're not meant to be taking this film seriously okay no i, I no, get no, that no. i get that but come on um yeah we so we so is is it axel is it axel that rescues her yes through the front door yeah. Yeah, through the front door. He rescues um, her. And then we cut to um, her house, or their house, and the killer, the miner, coming in through the front door, and the babysitter gets the babysitter. Yeah, um, how do we... Yeah. I can't this, remember this... how we get there from one to the other. Well, so this ha- this happens in between... Our, I want to say final act, our final stretch of uh, main mm-hmm. scenes where Sarah's eventually in the car with Tom. Because that's it, she ends up in the car with Tom. How does she, and, I can't remember how she ends Axel's up in the car Axel's calling her, and I can't remember how she goes from being rescued by Axel to being with Tom. Yeah, because t- Tom calls her and asks her to trust him, basically to trust him. And, uh, oh, that's it, got it. Because Tom had originally gone to um, is Axel's dad's old house in the woods where he was having an affair yeah and he discovers uh, valentine's chocolate valentine's stuff and he he thinks axel's the killer so that's mm. why he's like sarah trust me trust me so that's how somehow she gets to the he goes to yeah he says he wants to show her something and this is where and this is where we really get into that like tom saying it's axel and axel yeah saying it's tom yeah and sarah's just like people are dying i don't know um, but, but in between at, all this, we get the babysitter being killed. Yeah, um, the house. There's already a patrol. There's already a uh, cop yes. there patrolling. But mm-hmm. Tom Atkins appears and just states the killer's here. He's in the house. This, how the, so, how the yeah, fuck? Where did you come from? And how do you know this? <laughs> so it, it's all. There's a lot of like really sort of common tropes and and. And, and crap in this scene so we have the patrol car sitting watching the house and sitting out the front of the house yeah. and completely missing the, the killer just bypassing the the, the stake out and yep. getting in the house um and then yeah like you say the the former deputy uh, former police chief must have just been having his own stake out because he's suddenly like and he does the classic bang up against the car window yeah jump scare um, cheap jump scare for for no reason I mean, she's she's an armed officer staking out for a murderer. Like, behaviour like that's going to get you killed. He's yeah, what, if that, she, what if that was the murderer? She's <laughs> lucky that she just didn't, didn't just start blasting. Um, but anyway, there they goes like, oh, the kill, yeah, the killer's here, and it's like, well, hang on a minute, how do we know that? Because we've seen it, but how do you know? There's no, there's absolutely no reason for you to know. Um, but yeah, they go and enter the house, and this is when we have that really cheesy. Do you want to take point? Oh, I'm retired. Oh, line. Yeah. Uh, they go in there. The scariest part of this scene is when they go into the living room and their child crawls like Gollum from round the back of the sofa. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. I know that down. <laughs> it turns suddenly turns into the Grudge or something similar with this little child like <laughs> comes round. Um, the, th- the like, thing with, oh, sorry, don't worry. The thing with Tom Atkins, though, just back to that point where he says, I'm retired. He doesn't want to take point, I'm retired, but whips out his gun anyway. Yeah. Still wants to get involved. Just, oh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Tomatkins get killed first. Um, they find the body in the dryer. Mm. I mean, I know Americans like their things bigger and better than we do, mm, but mm. are they? Is that accurate? A body that can a dryer that can take a body and <laughs> it's absolutely huge. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm. We don't necessarily have the uh, top loader dryers over here, do we? Like no, not very often. They, but very that one isn't the top loader. No, it's not. not. And even, but I'm thinking even the top loader. I don't even know if I'd be able to get into a top loader, like because no, no. it's easier to get in the top than try and crawl in the side. I mean, that's what so I mean. Even, this is like industrial scale, huge. big enough to hold a grown woman and so and huge. spin as well, yeah, and, and spin. actually yeah. spin. So her face I mean, is all melted it. off. Good effect. I mean, George, I mean, the yeah. effects are pretty good in this film. The practical effects. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to say something positive about this film. The practical effects are good. Even even the CG stuff isn't that ropey. No. For a film of this age. There's, there's been more recent films with dodgier um, CGI effects. You can pick them out, don't get me wrong. Mm. But they're not as jarring as, as some other examples I've seen. Um, and you know, shout out to another like variation in kills. She gets boiled, baked, cooked to death in a dryer. Not pickaxe. Not pickaxe related. No. Or not that we see anyway. No. Um, but we do see with Tom Atkins. He does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He gets um, his jaw ripped off. He does. Yeah. He gets killed, and it's another. It's another like three D. Uh, we're doing this movie in three D shot. Um, and it's at this point that I thought, actually, there aren't they, they are quite spaced out. Those really gratuitous, in your face mm. things flying at the camera. Um, things. I think, the, I think the next one like that will be the tree that comes through the car yeah. window of Tom and Sarah when they have a little crash. Yeah, um, that that goes right into the right right up into your face into the camera. It does. It does. Um, I mean, shall we move on to that bit? So Tom and Sarah are Biff- riding. Before we do, mm-hmm. before we do, and that is the final moment, I just, this is, for the audio listeners, I do apologize, but you need to believe me on, this is one of the worst films I've seen for bad lighting. Okay. Okay. You see? See. Now. <laughs> that is a lamppost. This is at night. Yeah. How many lighting sources have we got going on right here? <laughs> we have one coming from the left side, uh-huh. okay, of his yep. of his of his face, and then yep. the moon, which looks like it's coming from the top right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's go to number two. Okay. Yeah. We have. Okay. <laughs> Point out all the different lightings. I mean, like... we've got the the moon coming from the right of presumably it's supposedly moonlight coming from mm-hmm. the right of the mm-hmm. image. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also something else happening from the left. Yeah, there is, <laughs> and there is a light source in front of him as well, and the roof, and and the roof, and possibly one behind him. <laughs> I mean, um, this is nighttime. Look yes. how green it is. <laughs> yes, it's nighttime okay. in the woods. This is this is my favourite one. But we have to be able to see that it's nighttime. <laughs> there has to be enough lighting. To tell the audience that it's nighttime. This is my favorite. This is when 
so Sarah and Tom are driving, like we said, driving to the house. Mm-hmm. We've still got that Tom and Axel, who to trust, who to trust. Yeah. Um, Axel rings Sarah. He's on the chase. Basically says, don't trust him. He's been, we found out he's been in a mental asylum all this time, in an institution all this time. And she he's starts not, to feel yeah, a bit he's worried. not the man you thought he was. No. Um, they end up crashing. Like I said, the tree goes through the car. We get the 3D moment. They split up. She finds the house. Now, this annoyed me because Tom and Sarah are in the car, they're driving, and Mm. he's saying to her, do you know that Axel's got some land out here? Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's his dad's old place. And then Axel phones up, and he says, "Um, oh, and and he's saying, yeah, he's been in a mental institute, don't trust him. Then she grabs the wheel and causes a crash. And then on the phone to Axel, she says, oh, we've had a crash, we're in the woods. And he says, go to my dad's place. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where Tom was taken. And they were both going to the same place. <laughs> the exact same place. So this is not helpful. <laughs> like, it's also apparently right next if, to the mine. If, well, yeah, it also conveniently happens to be right next to the mine. But if, if Tom is really that dangerous, surely Sarah would have said, well, no, that's where Tom was taking me. I'm not going to go to your dad's place because... That's where he was taking me. Yep. It just It's just it annoying me. It's like, oh, we've only got one location, so both characters are going to are gonna be <laughs> going to use there. it. Yeah. So, they, yeah, they split up after the crash, and Sarah arrives at the house. Yeah. Now, look at the lighting on this house. <laughs> there is a sun shining through this window. <laughs> <laughs> look at the... Look at the lighting on that. That is yeah. insane. And that has lit up the room. I mean, if you ever got, yeah, if you've ever got up at night, right, to go through your house, it is, it's pitch mm. black for the most part. If you've yeah. got curtains. I mean, the worst example of this is that scene where Tom and the other guy riding down the minecart into the mine. And they're like fiddling with their headlamps. Oh, yeah. No despite need. the fact with their faces are in full, like, it's yeah. a mine. Have you ever been down a mine? Have you ever been under the earth? Yeah. Where there's no natural light? It's very dark. Yeah. Um. So she gets to the house and Harry turns up at the house and starts to chase her around the house. He has his torch on. He does. He, he does have his torch it's on. Completely I completely mean, unnecessary. She, she finds a box. She finds a cupboard full of the Valentine mm-hmm. candy boxes as well. Doesn't Where she? do you get them and from? Oh, I don't know. But also the note to say, uh, also the Valentine from Megan. Yeah. Um, so she knows that he's been having an affair as well, which uh, say ultimately doesn't really come to anything. Doesn't ma- doesn't um, mean anything. Doesn't matter. No. It don't matter. But we, um, we, we get that reveal. Now, the final thing I want to show you is um, the next part where she's running away from Harry and she runs down to the mine. Yeah. Uh, which is, again, conveniently next door. They fuck up with the shadow on this one. So she is trying to get into, I guess, a building that's attached to the mine. The door's locked. So let me show you this. We get this shot here where we get uh, her breaking, trying to get in, and we get the shadow. Yeah. Harry, right? Now, do you know how shadows work? <laughs> I mean, yes. Because the next scene, so in theory, he's coming closer to her, right? Uh-huh. The close... I mean, because... well, from where the shadow's going... It's like off to the left, but that, but that, that would mean, um, uh, say we've got her here, the left of my my screen, right? Uh huh. 
him in the middle and the light source, whatever light source is behind him, which is projecting the shadow past him onto this door where she is. Okay? You with me? Yeah. For this next shot to happen, where his shadow is bigger, mm -hmm. he would have to get closer to the light source, which yeah. is in the opposite direction to her. But yeah. it's implied he's walking towards her. Yes. So it doesn't make sense. <laughs> the shadow, this scene that she's struggling to get in the door and the shadow gets bigger and he's walking towards her, but the shadow gets bigger, meaning he's walking the other way towards yeah, the light it source. Be, it it doesn't be. make sense. The, yeah. um, I had to pick up on this. <laughs> I mean, this is, she eventually does get in there and it's some sort of changing room and we have all the. Oh my god! We start dropping <laughs> from the ce ceiling like a bad fun house. Why like did the, why, why did they start dropping? <laughs> it's just I don't know. <laughs> There's some time release like clothes yeah. pegs or something. It's silly. Well, she makes um, it down to the mine. Mm -hmm. She makes it down to the mine, and we get a very cliche scene of kill him. He's the killer. No, no, kill, yeah, we get, kill him. Yeah, the standoff. Um, yeah shoot shoot him shoot him no shoot him um until tom gives himself away by mentioning um megan being dead and sarah points out that he doesn't know or wouldn't know that megan was dead i think i think he says axel he killed megan doesn't he and yeah. she's like well, hang on a minute how do you know megan's dead? how do you know megan's dead yeah um at which point uh, we get the reveal, the twist. Ooh, the big twist. It's It was Tom all along. Yep. And we have this sort of flashback. Isn't uh, that an exciting reveal? Uh, Isn't no, that exciting? It's telegraphed no, it's from the beginning. It's so obvious yeah. that it's going to turn out to be him. It is. It is. Like, as we watched this, we watched this last night and watched it with my partner, Vic, and she called it within, like, three minutes. Yeah. She's like, oh, don't bother pausing it. I'm just nipping off to the bathroom. And like, on the way out, she's like, this is what I think is going to happen. And I was like, son of a gun, she's nailed it. Because and the thing it is... Was, it's, sorry. It's obvious right from the beginning. It really the is. The thing is, if it turned out to be Axel, what's his motive? If it turned out to be Harry still... Again, kind of what's his motive, and it's it's boring. There's no reason for it to be. He's just uh, yeah, he's still come alive back. And, and, yeah, yeah, just going around killing. Um, at least there's somewhat of a reason here, but it's really not good. It's it's, it's not, not good, is it's it? Not it's not good. No, you know he was he was traumatized, so he's being a copycat. And yeah, we get we get this flashback of him like locking himself, and he is an absolute master of the quick change. Oh yeah! Oh, he, oh gotcha. All the way through, he has been like we're talking Clark Kent into Superman levels of like spinning around and being in the outfit because he is like getting in and out of a full full mining get up as well with the with the respirator and everything. It's not just like taking a jumpsuit on and off. They must be like strip, they must be like stripper trousers, with, like poppers on the side. He's murdering so he just, people. Yeah. He's he's then he's getting undressed, he whips and locking himself in the cage, and yeah, we. Um, we and we we see him sort of excavating Harry's body, this this shallow grave in the woods, and finding the gas mask. And that gas mask would be full of all kinds of gunk. So, yeah. oh yeah, it's oh it, god, it's yeah, decomposed. It'd have been just rife with like 
body soup. Mm. Body soup. <laughs> body soup. Um, so, this yeah. part really bothered me. I mean, a lot of parts really bother me, but this part really bothered me because we get a little scuffle between Tom and Axel. Is it that the police procedure in this town seems to be at the at the moment a killer confesses that he's a killer, you try and kill him with a pickaxe and not detain him and take him in for questioning and I mean, trial yeah. by due process and stuff? I mean, yeah, that's there. No, the thing that really bothered me is that at this point, she is still aiming the gun at both of them going back and forth, and then they have yeah. their scuffle. This scuffle goes on for, I would say, a minute. But she's still just standing there aiming the gun. She hasn't moved at all. Just yeah. Still standing there aiming the gun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and Tom goes like full blown like Norman Bates at this point. Yes. He's like yeah. wide eyed and get cackling manically and yeah. It was me all along. He's, he's <laughs> yeah, he's and but at this point Sarah does shoot at him and he he runs off and he's scuttles away. Is hilarious, like <laughs> tippy toes, like <laughs> yeah, little scuttling away. It does, it does scuttle away, um, and then then we have shout out to one of the best music videos of all time, Corn's Freak on a Leash, with the three D bullet. Oh, effect. the bullet! Yes, yes. As <laughs> <laughs> Sarah shoots, yeah. shoots at Tom, and it is literally like shot for shot. When was the Freak on a Leash video actually? 2000? Because I want to know if... if... 98? To um, the other I want to know if they did. Because it looks very much like they lifted that. Yeah, 98. 98, yeah. So they, they did lift that shot of the bullet. Like, the camera pans around it in the same yeah, way. Yeah, it spins it rips, around it, yeah. And it rips into it rips into Tom and presumably goes through it and sets off the uh he's stood in front of a load of gas canisters and he sets it sets off an explosion um but yeah it is just a shot lifted directly from corn's freak on a leash video um now and i i will not have it oh no it is it is, it is. <laughs> now the explosion yeah i know what you're gonna say they're, they're down in the mine. Maybe not as far down as the before, but they're down mm-hmm. in the mine. There's three of them. And granted, Tom is closer to this canister than the other two. I mean, he's right in front of he's it. He's right yeah. in front of it. He's... And it, 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 big explosion. Big explosion mm-hmm. happens. We cut to morning. Uh, fire brigade, uh, rescue workers, whatnot, yeah. all there. Sarah just limping out. Yeah. She's fine with a rescue worker. Uh, and we, do we see Axel? Is he on? I think he's on a stretcher, maybe. Pus, yes, I think he is on a stretcher, isn't he? And we not get... a scratch on him, but he's no, on a no, stretcher. No, no, no. We get the re- and we, Joe in this explosion with I said Tom being so close to the canister. We see him as the explosion happens. We see him get pushed back, yeah, thrown away, yeah. back, and in a ball of fire. We get the reveal right at the end of one of the rescue workers walking a little bit further away from the crew, takes the mask off, and it's... Dun, dun, oh, no, we, dun. See, we see him killing that rescue worker. Oh, my we, God, we, we do. We see him in the we mine do, covered in right. rubble. And he's oh, not vaporized. Yeah. Yeah, he's, again, just a few cuts and bruises. Oh, Stood God. next to several exploding gas canisters and not so much as lost the pinky. He is, he is in fine fettle considering he's just been in an, an explosion. 
And yeah, oh. he's, he's buried in some rubble and the, the rescue worker comes towards him. And as soon as he sort of gets his arm free, he, yeah. he, pick access, he picks him. And then, yeah, then we, when, then we then cut we get the reveal outside and we see him, yeah, limp. And again, he's like limping heavily. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he's been you, an explosion, mate. Well, he's, I know, but <laughs> as one of the other rescue workers, you'd be like, oh, shit, Dave has injured himself. Like, mate, you've got to fill out an accident report. Come here. Like, what's what's gone on? Like, he's noticeably not in good shape. Like, he's had some severe accident. Like, maybe he's been in an explosion. Um, now, now, look, I've never exploded, all right? But I <laughs> I know someone who has, and they did not look like that. <laughs> no. No. It's like, unbelievably, he's alive it's, and not it's, vaporized completely. It's stupid. It's really bad. Um... I want to say directing or just filmmaking in general. Filmmaking yeah. 101, his hair is still fine. He's just got some scratches on him. The yeah. man just got... You showed... You, you portrayed him being in a ball of fire and nothing is wrong with him. Yeah, he uh, he, he kills the rescue guy, dons his... My, my notes is he kills the rescue guy, dons his outfit and Hannibal's out of there. Um, yeah. And that that is it. That is the end. They'll sequel Apart bait. from... The incredibly cheesy final 3D pickaxe swing at the camera. Did you did you watch the credits? Uh, it's alright. I don't, right think, I don't think I did. No, I mean it's it's, <laughs> it, it's really pointless. But if you if you did stay to the end of the credits, we just in the last few frames of the credits, it's running over uh, footage of. Harry or Tom, the miner, walk in sort of towards the camera, and there's one last like swing of the pick towards the. Okay, no, I. And didn't it's not catch like that. it's not like a setup for a sequel or like anything like that. It's just like they had some other footage of him walking around in costume we'll and just, just use it <laughs> and just stuck it in. Yeah. So if you were if you were, yeah, it's it's not what I'd call like a traditional sort of post credit scene. It's just another little chance to do some 3d stuff but nobody was sitting through the entire credit run no. for this i'm sure no. i mean this is i mean i only happened pre... across it because i just you can fast forward through credits this is pre um the post-credit phenomenon pretty much I it say, will have been, every yeah, film that's, that's so i mean there, there, what i researched up there was a sequel script pitched um not long ago but okay. it, it didn't it obviously went nowhere because well, because why? Why would it go anywhere? Why would it? Um, but I think the, the film made made so much money. It made so much money. Um, but I don't. Yeah. I don't. You can't get a sequel out of this film. You just can't. I mean, well, you say that it's only like Thanksgiving getting a sequel, isn't it? It's, well, yeah, it's well, that was, be... I think that was more of our personal opinion that we didn't think it needed a sequel. I mean, it's, it's the end. It's the same ending. It the is. Killer it gets is. It exploded. Is. You're right. You're so <laughs> in right. In fact, the, the only thing with Thanksgiving is we don't actually see the killer walking away. So in this, we have like a, a healthy and hale Tom Hanniger, like leaving the scene of the crime, presumably to, to come back in and kill again. Yeah. So it, it, there's more scope for a sequel in that regard. But, like, I mean, I guess there's reason to, because it'd be a revenge thing, but also who can be, 
who can be bothered? Like, just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, like I say, not uh, cheesy mid two thousand slasher. It was it was an entertaining watch. It's fun to pick apart, but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it necessarily. I, I couldn't. It's I not couldn't. a must see. It's no. not a must see by any stretch. I am gonna watch the original at some point because yes, you know, I would. I feel like I, just as I say from reading a synopsis of that, it feels like it was it's a better story. Um, yeah. And yeah, just just I think is probably going to be more interesting. It is. Um, it's a superb, superb film. I really, I really like it. This, this, yeah, could not recommend this film. Go watch it if you want. But I couldn't recommend it. Yeah, there's there's better there's better things to watch. I mean, there's, there's better things to watch. Definitely. How long was it? I didn't even tweet. Hour forty. It's an hour and forty. Yeah, it's not yeah, bad. There's definitely better things to spend an hour and forty. Yeah, it's doing. <laughs> <There are. laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, my bloody Valentine 3D. Uh, mm. Gonna wait another year so we can do my bloody Valentine original now. Can't do it. Can't do it soon. <laughs> That's um, it. And then we've got to. We're gonna find. Valentine's There's gotta movie. be Valentine's Day horror movies. Then we've got to do Valentine again. <laughs> yeah, we've got to re we've got to um, redo our review of it. Yeah, uh, I mean or... my Valentine, the two my bloody Valentines. Um, I mean, is Bride of Chucky? That's kind of. I mean, that's have you have you Googled Valentine's yeah. Day horror movies? <laughs> yeah. and that's the list that's come up. Yeah. Pontypool is rubbish. I hated that movie. Um, and what about uh, the Saint Valentine's Day Massacre? <laughs> no, I don't think that's a horror. I think holidays, that's a serious film. Holiday and holidays. I don't know. Um, we might Brian get a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Again, it's not overtly Valentine themed, but I suppose it has. A romance plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's loose. That's loosely Valentine's Day, yeah. I mean, we should definitely do Brad Chuck at some point anyway. Yes. It's good. I agree, good I agree. Um, yeah. But yeah, we we might have to... I mean, we might just... <laughs> that might be the end of... Well, apart from the original, we might have one more specific Valentine's Day movie to go at. That might be the end of our Halloween, oh, no, our, Va our Valentine's Valentine. series, our long-running Valentine's Day <laughs> uh, themed series on the Dreadcast. Um, hey, at least that, I mean, maybe we just have to scrape the barrel. There's got to be more. I'm I mean, sure they were. goodhousekeeping.com has a list of 15 best. Oh, no. I don't know why goodhousekeeping.com has a list of the 15 best Valentine's Day horror movies, but that's more than... Uh, Came up on that Google, so My Bloody Valentine. Picnic at Hanging, Hanging Rock comes up twice. That's a Valentine's Day picnic. Let's do our research. Um, again, Bride of Chucky comes up. Yeah, we'll have to do our research in the years to come. Um, so yeah, My Bloody Valentine 3D. Um, it's in the books now, all done and dusted. Mm-hmm. Um, as of this recording, past episode would have been out already, which was our debut episode in our Treehouse of Horror series yes. on the channel, which is going to be going on for a long time. Long time. <laughs> this is a lot yeah, to go through. A lot so to go out. 
we 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 made our way through three hours of horror one and two great fun last episode great fun you've done some excellent graphics i'm very happy with for them. that by the way yeah yeah i put a lot of work into them this week yeah, uh cut good found one. them found all the images and cut them out and did all the the nice artwork whatnot um so that will be that should be out now by the time this is out so hopefully mm -hmm. you've, you've listened to that if you haven't go back and check it out it's a good fun episode lots of laughs lots of um probably reminiscent of good old simpsons classics um next week your pick which i'm actually really looking forward to because i haven't seen it in a long time Creep. Um, yeah same i'm looking forward to this yeah um it's a long time since i've seen it as well 2004 uh 2004's creep yeah. um which i want to, i want to say it's a british film it's got to be a british film right yes it is um yeah. set on the london underground um and yeah some that it's pretty nasty as i recall like yeah the, the certainly the theme of it and stuff the this theme is, mm. yeah this is it's an it's a nice creepy one and like you say i've not watched it for a while you haven't watched it for a while so looking forward to mm. uh to giving this one a spin again yeah yeah really am and then uh to follow that obviously um continuing the monsters of universal with phantom of the opera yes um for the end of the month so that is february and uh already got a few things lined up for march and uh following march will be the introduction of the raven size coffin pick the raven size coffin finally finally makes its debut it will we we started it very early <laughs> but hey ho we did Looking so forward to that. yeah lots um, to come. once again thank you everyone check out this episode and pull past content on spotify apple google Asterix, what Google Podcasts may become. We'll look into yep. it. Um, Amazon, Podbean, Samsung Podcasts, and TuneIn Alexa. You can listen to it on your Amazon Echo devices. And also on... Did I say YouTube? Probably YouTube. Maybe YouTube. I mean, yeah. I YouTube, think go to YouTube. Definitely YouTube. Uh, yeah, you know, thanks for that. Like, share, pass it on to your friends. Um, always appreciated. Uh, if you've made it this far, thanks for listening. Yep. Always always a pleasure. We like doing this. We like doing this. Love it. Um for for our amusement and our fun. Um but you know a, we wanna Don't need the excuse wanna, to watch horror, but it's a good excuse to watch Exactly, horror. it's a good excuse to watch movies. But we, you know, we, we hope that we, we're giving you guys some entertainment and stuff as well. So Especially you. if you listen this far. Yes, definitely. I mean it, <laughs> it, it tails off significantly it after, does, yeah. after the film ends. <laughs> um so you're a trooper. Um, thank you very much and until next time guys stay safe and we'll see you next time bye bye peace